Digital marketing is like a pie and social media is a piece of that pie but it's a very important piece. And today we're gonna to have the opportunity to hear from the one and only social media guru, Rachel Boltz. She is going to fill us in on how to create a successful content calendar for your social media on a monthly basis. Social media is so important because it increases your visibility and brand awareness. It also establishes trust and builds your reputation. Also, it creates community where you can create a fan base and also communicate directly with your fan base. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, before people do business with you, they are researching you online and looking at your social media pages. Mm -hmm. Studies show that millennials and under are more likely to go to your business social media page than even to visit your actual website. So this is a very important topic, and so stay tuned to hear um, important tips from Rachel Boltz. bosses. Are you working even after putting the kids to bed but still not getting results? Are you tired of spending money on ads that aren't getting engagement? Do you feel burdened that you aren't fulfilling your purpose in life because you are so consumed with work? I'm your host, Brooke Boltz. I'm an attorney and founder of Boltz Legal. I started my business and in one year was bringing in seven figures and am now bringing in multi-seven figures. And I'm your co-host, Rachel Boltz, owner of Boltz Media. I've helped many businesses build their online presence and increase their revenue through digital marketing. Want to hear how we did it? We are here to help you achieve your goals personally, professionally, and spiritually. So kick off your high heels sit back and let's ignite that passion we're miss biz where we're putting the miss in biz let's get biz done Effective social media marketing involves strategy. And the first part of strategy involves picking the right platform. So before you create your content, you start figuring out like what you wanna post, how many times you wanna post. You have to best determine what platforms are you gonna utilize. And a really good rule of thumb is to look at what your competitors are doing. Because typically there's a reason why your competitors are using those platforms. So first, when when you're starting your business, make sure that you select the platforms that your competitors are using so that you can maintain that advantage when you're posting. What is your favorite social media platform? My favorite social media platform, it's a little bit controversial because of all the politics and things that are involved, but I get lost in TikTok. I find that I will be watching something on TikTok and the next thing I know, I'm watching cops for like four hours. So TikTok is probably my uh, guilty pleasure. What about you? TikTok is dangerous. I had to ban it from my children because <laughs> they would end up I would overhear videos and be like, what are you watching? <laughs> so I had to take that off of their iPads. But for me, Facebook is probably the one I use the most. I love TikTok for watching comedians. I, I, I love watching the comedy skits and I love that it's in short videos where it's just kind of like the, the best parts of the, the comedians 
uh, skit. But for like day-to-day use, Facebook is where I have most of my friends and family to where I can see what's going on with them. And I just like how you can incorporate both video and photos and written content and how you can have Facebook groups, just all the different components of Facebook makes it the most useful for me, both personally and professionally. Absolutely. So once you figure out what platform is going to best benefit your business, then you want to look at content strategy. So for content strategy, I do monthly planning. So I look at the month and then I figure out how many base posts do I want to have? Like how many posts am I going to make for the entire month? Um, And it's recommended that you post three to five times a week on Facebook and Instagram. Um, And then there are some industries where they recommend that you post several times a day, especially on Instagram, if there's more like pictures or before and afters involved. So a lot of it depends on your industry, but overall statistics show three to five posts a week. So the first thing you wanna do is you wanna get your calendar out and then you want to plan for the next month and you wanna put the dates down. So you wanna put however many days that week that you wanna post. So if you're a beginner who is just getting started with social media, would you recommend three posts a week to start? Absolutely. Three posts a week at the bare minimum. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, just three, three posts a week. Um, And then you can play with it to see like how much engagement you get from your posts Monday, Wednesday, and Friday versus Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday until you find what is best for you and your business. So you get your calendar and then you mark the dates on the calendar. So if I'm planning for June, it's going to be June 1st, then June 3rd, then June 5th, and then it's going to skip and go to the next week. So you fill the dates out and then you want to have like a content section. Um, And what I think is important is to have a goal, you know, don't just post to to be posting things and to fill up space. Have a specific goal in mind with whatever your objective is. So a good good strategy to have is you wanna have one, a post that builds trust. This can be done in the form of reviews. Um, Then you wanna have a post that is funny, um, something that's relevant to your industry that you think most people would find humorous. Then you want to have a, a type of post that has engagement. So you're asking people like, what do you think? Or what are your thoughts on this specific topic? Um, so that you're getting people involved, engaging, commenting, and creating that relationship. And then you want to have a type of post that is considered insightful. So where they are actually learning something new for the very first time. And then you want to have a content that is about your specific services or products. Because in most industries, what I found is 
if you just put a bunch of posts about your services, shop here, buy now, people are going to not find that very appealing. And they're not going to, they're just gonna scroll past you because they think that you're just trying to sell them something. But when you provide them something of value, then they are gonna be more likely to, to stay on top of whatever you're posting. you need to know once a day think of someone close to you a family member a friend or a co-worker and give them a genuine compliment the closer the person is to you and the more specific the compliment is the better Become aware also of any compliments other people give you. Investigate the purpose of compliments and the effect that they have on you. This is a great reminder for me because I find that I naturally have a more critical and negative disposition. So by committing to giving one compliment a day, it helps it to become a habit and then to become more natural to have a more positive outlook and be more complimentary of those around me. We appreciate you and let's go spread some sunshine to others today. I would think too, if you're having those different types of content, like let's say for example, um, there's a clothing ad that I see on Facebook and, and the shirt that is the ad appeals to me. So I click on it, I go buy the shirt. Um, most likely that will probably be a one-time purchase for me. But if there's other engaging content where the, the business is posting other things that are relatable that I like to see because they make me laugh or they educate me on something, then I may decide to follow that page so that I can keep seeing those type of posts and I may end up being a repeat buyer. Exactly. So after you have your dates, after you have like your objective for those specific dates, then you're going to figure out the type of content that you're going to create to capture your audience. So one way you can do this is to look at your analytics to determine who is engaging with your posts. So what is their age group? What gender are they? And where do they live? And that way you can gear your content towards those specific demographics. So if I have a Facebook business page, how do I access those um, analytics to be able to see who my followers are and what their demographic is? So what you're gonna do is you're gonna go on the Meta Business Suite and you're going to go into Insights and then you're going to be able to see everything about um, who your audience is. Now things change on the Meta Business Suite, so you know sometimes things get moved around. But right now, that is where you go to find the insights regarding the demographics about who is engaging with your posts. Okay, so if you're if you're a beginner and you're doing three posts a week, that would be twelve posts for the month. So if I understand what you're saying, you're going to write down those twelve dates that you plan to post for the next month and next to it you're going to write you know funny post um and and 
and then an informational post, and then a review post, you know, the, the, the five or six different types of posts you described, and, and maybe do those twice a month for each of those different different types of posts correct and if there's something specific within like whatever that goal is that you want to incorporate it you can also include that specific goal so like let's say you want to build trust but you also want to promote one of your products in a way that's not very salesy you can actually pick a review that is talking about this specific service that you offered so essentially you're building trust but you're also in a way promoting that um, specific service or product that you're selling so that is a really good way to do it as well so you have your goal and then you have kind of what it is about so when you're creating this content or a post, is it generally going to be, you know, some some written information plus an image, or should we be doing video content? How how should we format this post when we're planning out our calendar? So video and pictures of like the owner or the team, statistically, they always seem to outperform stock footage. So I highly recommend making sure that you have a healthy mix of video, uh, pictures of your staff and your team um, to incorporate into that schedule. I also recommend having a mix of professional quality and also cell phone footage. Um, so this could be cell phone pictures or cell phone video just to create that authenticity. Because a lot of times, depending on your industry, if your audience, if all they're seeing is this 4K video, they may think that everything is staged and that it's not legitimate or genuine. But when they see, like especially with like some of the construction companies Companies, if they see like that raw cell phone footage, they know that, you know, that person was up on the roof, like doing that specific job. And it wasn't like they just had that had an actor on the roof. If someone is starting out with three posts a week, how many of those posts should be video versus image? I would recommend one. One video a week. I would because video seems to get the most engagement where people are actually like intrigued and paying attention to it versus, you know, just simply scrolling past it. A lot of times people will stop what they're doing and watch the video. Um, so it's a great way to get your message across. Got it. Um, the other thing that I recommend doing is I also recommend looking to see what the best posting time is. So we were talking about Facebook earlier. Um, you can go into the Meta Business Suite um, and you can go into the planner and then you can, when you go to schedule a post, you can actually see the best time or the time that they recommend for you to post. And that information is based off of when your audience is most active. So when we were preparing for this podcast today, I, I asked Rachel to show me how to do this because it's not my specialty. So she showed me that when I logged into Facebook and I went to my profile drop down, the Meta Business Suite was right there. So it was an option. I clicked on it 
And when I went into Meta Business Suite, she showed me that there was uh, a drop-down menu I could click on that said Planner. And when I went to plan, I didn't have to actually post anything, but it, it was just um, showing me a calendar of available dates. And when I hovered over it, it popped up a, a pop-up box that said, here are the recommended times for you to post where your Facebook followers are most active on Facebook. And it turns out it was each day at 7 p.m. And that's not the first time I've heard that 7 p.m. was a good time to post. So, um, Rachel, would that be a good rule of thumb for someone to just plan to post at 7 p.m. if they don't want to bother going and researching it on Meta Business Suite? Absolutely. I think that's a pretty good rule of thumb because the fact of the matter is, is most people are, if they work nine to fives, they're off at seven. So I feel like 7 p.m. is when a good majority of people are home from work and they actually have time to go onto social media. So yes, I think 7 p.m. is pretty good. Um, also, when you're developing your content, so you have your you have your strategy. So you figure out like what your goal is, and then you kind of have an idea of what content you want to post about in relation to that goal. But then once you get a little bit more specific with it and you figure out exactly what you want to incorporate there that's going to appeal to your audience is you're going to look up keywords and you're going to look up hashtags because what you want to do is you want to incorporate or build your content around those keywords. Um, so that's extremely important. And for Facebook and Instagram, it's it's changing a lot. But as of as of today, um, research shows that that the uh, minimum of hashtags that you should be using is two to three with a max of five trending hashtags. And that's going to help you really uh, maximize your reach. So I see posts where they have 20 plus hashtags. And and I always thought that that was the right thing to do. So are you saying that that has changed and now you really wanna have just between like two to five hashtags? Correct. So I believe like years ago, it was, it, that was what was most beneficial at that time was having the most, you know, hashtags that you could as possible. But I think what's happening now is all of those hashtags are getting lost in algorithms somewhere. So I think really honing in on like, what are your top five hashtags is really going to be beneficial to, you know, reaching your your intended audience. And also it's important to note that the most common isn't always the best because or most effective I should say because if you know millions of people are using those hashtags then your posts could in turn or in essentially get lost 
in there. So um, it's important to keep that in mind as well. What's a good rule of thumb is to always incorporate your business name. And then if you have any type of tagline, like for example, yours is fear no storm and bold legal. So those two hashtags would be really important for you to incorporate because it is, it is part of your branding and it's part of who you are. So when I choose a hashtag, like I made a, a video this morning and I was doing the hashtag car accident. When I started writing in car accident, it told me something like three billion. Um, this little this little number comes up and tells me, I guess how many times that's been searched or how many times it's been used. I'm not really sure. It gives me a number. So, and I usually think the more the better. And so I usually am trying to choose of the the menu the, the ones that have the biggest number am I doing the right thing there or should I be choosing a lower number because the big numbers are going to just have too many posts that my content's going to get lost as you just mentioned you know we're all about that case about that case no trouble all about that case about that case no trouble all about that case about that case no trouble all about that case about that case at bolts legal we are all about your case text or call to schedule a free consultation for all your legal needs boltslegal.com So that's a tough question because obviously if people are using them, then that means that people are searching for them. So um, you can go onto Facebook or you know, TikTok or Instagram or whatever platform, and you can search hashtag, you know, car accident or whatever is relevant to your industry. And you can see that, you know, a ton of people are posting about this, but that also means that a ton of people are looking this up because it wouldn't be trending and people wouldn't be using it if it wasn't effective. So um, I don't really know what exactly the right answer is. Um, I think just, you know, they say to look up trending keywords um, so and build your keyword or build your content around effective keywords. So so Rachel also taught me this morning how to look up those hashtags and keywords. Um, and all I did with her direction was Googled um, trending hashtags for car accidents and several different different articles came up. I just clicked on the first one and it gave me a list of probably 20 or more hashtags. And the first one was just hashtag car accident. So I thought, oh, I did the right thing because that's the one that I just intuitively thought to do when I was posting my video. But now that I know how to do it and it's as simple as, you know, searching online, um, I'll, I'll, I'll take that few extra moments to search it to find the top few hashtags before I post next time. 
Right, and the thing to remember too is right now we're just talking about content. We're not talking about paid advertising and we'll get we'll save that for another episode when we talk about Facebook ads or Instagram ads. Right now, we are just talking about generating content that's going to um, build that trust and build uh, increase your increase build trust and reputation uh, with with your audience. So that's a little bit different than talking about reaching new audiences. So um, that is that pretty much wraps up content strategy for today. Um, please, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. Also, if you would like a copy of a content calendar, we would love to send one to you. So please send us your contact information with your email address and we'll make sure to send you that free content calendar. We appreciate you and are honored to be on this journey with you. We can't wait to help you to encourage you and show you how to grow personally, professionally, and spiritually. If you found Miss Biz helpful, please leave a review and share with others. You can follow us on social media at Miss Biz Podcast. For legal questions or services, please visit boltslegal.com. And for digital marketing needs, please visit boltsmedia.com. Let's get biz done. Thank you.